Hello again, this is Ryan with Client Tether, and I'm excited to bring on my guest today, Greg Deneo with Content Guppy. Greg is an expert in the world of SEO, which can often be confusing to some people. Greg, thanks for being here. Welcome. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Ryan. I appreciate it. No problem. So Greg, tell us a little bit about your background with your company and your experience and uh, how you became a, a real specialist in the world of SEO. So it started about, so my SEO experience started about five or six years ago. Mm -hmm. And I started working for a, uh, a software company. We were a startup at the time. And um, uh, at, at first our mandate was literally, like I was in the marketing department and our yeah. mandate was literally just get users because that's how small we were it was our marketing department was two people three people right and uh and uh, eventually over time we sort of started to grow our traffic through experimentation and everything like that our, our traffic to about uh, uh 450,000 visitors a month wow. and um yeah so it was a process and it's a grind but uh but it took us took us a little took us like five years i guess to get there and uh, uh back in february i decided well it was it was kind of mutually decided that i was going to leave time doctor and uh i went and started a i wanted to launch my own agency so okay great great yeah so for people that are not as savvy to digital marketing and don't understand seo other than that it's three letters in the alphabet um, <laughs> Uh, can you give some of the people that don't know really about about it what what's the rundown? So it stands for SEO. If if you're totally new, search engine optimization. Right. Uh, just to, I'm sure not everybody knows that, but just in case somebody is out there and doesn't know it. Right. Um, basically, what it means is you are creating content that ranks in Google for a a, a specific search query. So for right. instance, let's say you're, you are Googling, you're going to Google and you are in the market for a coffee maker, you Google best coffee makers, and then a list, uh, then you're going to see uh, below the ads, a uh, about 10 or so uh, articles or pages uh, all about the best coffee makers. Right. Right. And so, and so there is an SEO, a search engine optimizer, I guess is the way to call it. Um, whose job it is to make sure that you uh, as a shopper see their article first. Does that make sense? Right. And it's usually the articles that are most relevant to the, the, whatever you're searching for. Right? The articles that are both most relevant to what you're searching for and have the, um, what Google would deem the most importance. Yes. Right. So, there's ways to build importance to your website and things like that through link building, which we could talk about later on, but yes, yeah. whichever is the most relevant and whichever Google deems is most important. So you, you said to me earlier that you have a five-step process and let's take somebody who's, uh, let's look at a particular industry. Let's say you're, let's say you're a carpet cleaner or you're some sort of home services professional. Give us an idea of how the, the five steps works for those kinds of people. All right, so I'll run down the five steps. And the, the first step is, is developing a strategy, which sounds kind of uh, fluffy, I guess is the word. Mm -hmm. but, it, but if you're a carpet cleaner, you have to think about this. You, have, you probably have two customers. You have a, the person who wants, to, um, who wants to get their carpet cleaned 
And then you, assuming you're a franchisor, sorry, you have the person who wants to get their carpet clean and you also have the, the, your other customer is a a potential franchisee. So you're creating two different types of content, right? So that your strategy is going to be a little bit twofold in that respect. Right. Um, So after we define like, you know, the problems, the challenges, the wants, hopes, desires, all that good stuff of each of those two categories of people, then you want to go to step two, which is keyword research. Mm-hmm. And so keyword, you want to find keywords that are relevant to both uh, your business and also solve and also find keywords that your two customer sets are looking for. Right. Right. So an example would be like, uh, so, uh, so here's an example. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so one type of keyword that you might look for is um, non-toxic carpet cleaner, right? Like that right. might be somebody who wants to get their carpet cleaned. <laughs> and then the other type of keyword for the franchisee might be something like um, uh, how to make, how to make biz- how to make, how to start a small business right. on the side, right? right? That kind of keyword. Right. So you're going to, so you have those two articles that you're going to write and create uh, content around. And those are very different keywords. If you think about it, extremely different in the way, it, you know, in the way it, they are. Yeah. Yes, exactly. You're, you're, like I said, you're attracting two different types of audiences, two vastly different types of audiences. One is going to be like that prosumer, small business owner kind of person. And then the other person, then the other uh, keyword is going to want to attract the um, person who wants to get their carpet cleaned. Right. That's understandable. Yeah. And then you, so this is step two. What, what would be uh, the next step then? So, so the next step is to do a, what's called a, um, a SERP analysis. So SERP stands for, is an acronym that stands for the search engine results page. And basically it's the front page of Google. And what you want to do is look at the front page of Google and see what is ranking and uh, what like people are looking for. So how many times like are you writing an article and you and you open up your Google Doc, your Microsoft Word uh, doc or whatever, yeah. and you are, what what should I write? Right. The good thing about a doing a SERP analysis and an SEO process is Google is going to tell you what to write. Right. And uh, so what you want to do is write something better and more thorough than what is already ranking. That kind of goes back into the, to what we were talking about very uh, earlier when we were talking about the most relevant content is ranked right. highest. Yeah. So the most thorough relevant content is ranked highest. And all you have to do is look at what's already there and make something even better. Right. That makes a lot of sense. And I mean, people, people, I don't think realize this, but they are dealing with SEO every day. Anytime you search anything on Google, you're, you're going to experience what SEO does. Yes, really. Google, YouTube, and even things like uh, Pinterest, that, yeah. uh, all they're all search engines. Yes. Right, right. That's good. And I often tell people, you know, nowadays I think it's not about putting out a message to sell or get appointments. It's about educating people. Wouldn't you agree that your content really is, should be designed to educate people on what you do? Uh, yes, and so both. Um so for instance, uh, there's going to be people who are just saying to themselves, uh, I need to get my carpet cleaned. Right. Yeah. Like, right. I don't, I don't care, uh, who, who it is really. I just, I'm just going to go and look and I'm just going to say, you know, 
I want my carpet cleaned and I'm going to Google somebody who's going to clean my carpet and then I'm going to look there and then they're going to, then they want to go to a sales page that tells them about pricing your service and all. It's going to be a little bit of education, right. but it's going to be like pricing, how to sign up, you know, uh, what do you do for me? All that good stuff. Yeah. Then there's going to be the person who is like, who is quote unquote, not sure that they want to uh, want to hire somebody. So they might be the person who says, what non-toxic carpet cleaners are out there? Yeah. Right. And then that person is not looking to buy today. Right. Most likely. But that doesn't mean that, hey, after they purchase a non-toxic carpet cleaner, they get it in the mail, they start uh, cleaning their carpet. And then they're saying to themselves, this is taking way too much time. Let me just hire somebody to do this. Right. So hopefully by that time, you've you could capture them on your email list or do some sort of retargeting, something along those lines. But, you know, you have their, you, your brand and your company name is already in their uh, frame of mind. Yeah, I agree with you there. And let me ask you this, Greg. I mean, how important is it to be concerned about reviews when you're like a home service type brand? when it comes to SEO, because I would think, I think in terms of Google reviews are extremely important when you agree with that. Yes, very much so. There are entire sites, blogs, art, uh, publications geared towards the reviews of businesses. Right. So it's a, whether, yeah, if you're in the home, like if this isn't just home service either, this is software companies, large and small home services, uh, marketing agencies like mine, yeah. we all have to deal with reviews. Absolutely. Right. And, uh, you know, some of them are in the form of Yelp. Others are in the form of Twitter. So it doesn't, yes. Yeah. You absolutely have to be uh, cognizant of your reviews for sure. Yeah. And I think, I mean, having a lot of good reviews is good, I think, but it's, it's inevitable that occasionally, no matter how good you are, you're going to get one, one bad. I mean, it's going to happen. <laughs> It happens to, I think, to everybody. Um, but would you agree that even though you may get one bad, first of all, you want to respond to it. Um, yep. And also you want to make sure that you have a lot more good than bad, right? You uh, yeah, absolutely. And having one bad isn't a terrible thing, as weird as it is to say. Because if if you're shopping for something, it doesn't matter what it is. But yeah. if you're purchasing something and... Uh, every single review you come across is five star, 100%, like amazing. Yeah. Um, it almost feels like there's, that's, there's something wrong with that. Like somebody gained that system, right? Right. right. Uh, the, the fact that nobody dislikes something or nobody has an unfavorable opinion of your business, uh, of, of this particular business or whatever, like that just feels wrong to me. And that's actually more of a turnoff. I'd rather read like a negative review and see like, okay, does this negative review apply to me as a, as a consumer versus all five-star reviews? That's just my, that's just my own opinion. All right. five-star reviews and positive reviews feels, uh, feels, feels wrong. Yeah. There's, there's something not right about it. So Greg, do you have any particular uh, case studies or stories of people you've worked with and sort of how you've helped to uh, develop their content strategy and their SEO and improve it. Any, any, any positive results from anything you've, you've done so far? 
Oh, uh, yeah. So it's funny you just say that. We actually just started with a client um, a couple of weeks ago, mm -hmm. and uh, we've actually started to rank their content within, I don't know, it's been about uh, six weeks. So that's pretty exciting to me. It's not yeah. like, like it, we're not getting like tons of traffic, like they're not going to retire anytime soon. Yeah. But we were able to create content. Um, it, it's in the corporate gifting world, just uh, for like this is just the most recent example that I was literally putting together for for reporting for a client just now. Okay. But uh, it's in the corporate gifting world, and uh, yeah, we started beginning of April, and uh, their first two articles are actually ranking in the top ten for uh, for keywords that they were really want, that they really needed to go after for to uh, attract clients so for themselves. Yeah. Oh, that's so, great. Okay, and yeah. that's only been a couple of months or so, so that's a short uh, about time about six, seven weeks. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah, that's, I would say that that's uh, an anom anomaly. Usually it takes about three months to get sort of that kind of traction, but for whatever reason, uh, the Google gods were good to us. So <laughs> that's good. Yeah. 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 So. so for, you know, for people listening that want to start working on the rest, I mean, you know, we work with a variety of different types of businesses. We work with large franchises all the way down to small businesses, some small businesses, you know, the owner is also the marketing guy and the sales guy. Sometimes they've got a marketing person and maybe somebody else doing sales. It's a small team, right? So how, what kind of advice can you give to maybe a, a, a startup or a starting up service-based company? How do you recommend they kind of at least start to look at an SEO strategy? What should they really focus on? So first thing is to look at what is what I would call bottom of the funnel content. Okay. Uh, when we were kind of talking about uh, the two types of um, the two types of clients, right? It's like, so right. find out who, what is the buyer intent? Like, what is it going to be? So for instance, um, you know, for the carpet cleaner business, it would, you would want to start with creating content around like, you know, hire a carpet cleaner in your city. Yeah. That would be the first, like, you know, hire a carpet cleaner in Boston, that kind of thing. Yeah. And then create a page around one, one page around hiring content cleaner in Boston. And uh, so again, and try to build some, I, we, we didn't get to this part of the, the process Step step three is to write step four is to optimize. And then step five is to link build. So you want to get to link, start link building for that one page and okay. then start creating another page on like, uh, again, more bottom of the funnel content of like what to look for when hiring a carpet cleaner, that kind of deal. Like those sorts of questions that people are asking themselves Yeah, and, uh, and start answering those questions and then uh, going from there. Usually those type, that type of content isn't that hard to rank, which is great. Mm -hmm. uh, especially if you don't have a budget or you're just getting started. Um, so you don't have to build a whole lot of links, but, uh, but it becomes really impactful when you start creating five, 10 of those pages over time. Right, right, right. Add up quick. And I think one of the things you can do, and a lot of people struggle with going, well, well I, don't, I don't even know where to start with content. I don't know what to write about. And I tell people, and you, know, you can add to this, is when your customers have questions or challenges, that's your content. When they ask you, how do I do this? Or where do I find this? Or you know, what solution Correct. is best to use when I'm using my, when I'm cleaning my carpet, you know, or what, or what, what have you, all those questions you get from, from customers or challenges you have with them, 
That is where yes. you build, you could build your content from. Would you agree with that? Oh, totally. Totally. Yeah. It might not always rank like, because those questions might, you know, cause you want, so you want to do like the keyword research around that, Yeah. but yeah, absolutely. And then like hire somebody to write it for you. Yeah. Um, writing is such a, uh, such a unique skill set, and it's such a unique passion and people who love to write are just so good at it. Yeah. So, and if, and if you're, in a business such like even me like as an seo agency owner i hate writing yeah um like but if you're in a carpet cleaning business or a home service business like i can't imagine you got into that because you're like man i can't write to write this write a blog post today <laughs> yeah so, right right so hire somebody who can write it for you yeah and i don't, I don't think people realize the value of a good writer because you don't want to sound like you don't know what you're doing. You want to sound like so you want to sound professional, intelligent, and you want to yes. sound like somebody, somebody can trust, like someone, someone can trust ultimately. Right. Cause no one's going to, they don't trust you. They're not going to, you know, give you their money. So a, a lot of times your, your content is somebody's first impression of you. Right. So you, you want to make it the best possible impression as you can. Yeah. So spell check and use your dictionary, right? <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah. You know, structure, you know, make it easy to read big, big fonts, uh, yeah. black and white text, the black, yeah. sorry, black text, white background. Yeah. Uh, try like, you know, no block text. So make, make a lot of paragraphs, that, that kind of thing. Yeah. What do you think about different, different types of media? Like, uh, you know, like video, um, obviously there's articles, there's images, um, what do you what do you recommend do you think you should focus on one more than other or have kind of a good mix of everything so if you're just getting started yeah you're just getting pick one okay and i'll give you an example at time doctor when we when we were just getting started we did the seo yeah. and then we started it was back in 20 so we did seo from 2015 to 2018 ramped up an seo team there and then in 2018, we finally started producing videos on a weekly basis. So it took us three years to go from SEO to then include SEO plus video. Mm -hmm. So start, pick one thing. I would, that, that's my, that's my suggestion is to pick just the one thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, it's hard enough. It's hard enough to get good at one thing. Uh, yeah. And I think people. People tend to get in over their heads. And when I, when I do talk totally. to people about SEO, they go, oh my gosh, I have to do like videos. I have to do articles. I have, I already don't have enough time in the day to do, to do everything else. So, <laughs> but I think it's just about, yeah, like you said, focus on one thing and allocate time to do that. And then, you know, as your company grows and you can hire more people, then you can hire people to, to do more of the other stuff. So the other, and the other thing is, is the distribute, once you get good at one thing, the distribution for everything else becomes much easier. Right. So we used SEO to build an email list. Once we had an email list, we had a, a way to distribute our videos. Yeah. And so once we had a way to distribute our videos, then we, you know, we turned our, then we launched a podcast and turned the podcast into videos. And it was just another, you know, another distribution channel. So, right. Yeah. It right. all compounds on top of each other, but yeah, I would get good at one thing. And yeah. Then, it all flows together eventually. So, yep. Absolutely. Well, Greg, it's been a fantastic conversation. Um, you know, a lot of people may have questions for you. So where do people find you if they want to um, get in touch with you? You can find me on Twitter at Greg Deneo, twitter.com, Greg Deneo. Uh, my email is greg at content So feel free to email me there. 
And okay. uh, website is contentgubby.com. Okay. And the last name is spelled D-I-G-N-E-O. Just make Correct. sure everybody's... Yes. Sorry about yeah, that. Understands yes. that. So Twitter.com slash G-R-E-G-D-I-G-N-E-O, all one word. If you are listening and you have some questions for Greg, please reach out to him. He is the uh, master when it comes to SEO. Greg, thank you so much for being on the show and uh, we will keep in touch. Thank you so much, Ryan. Okay. Take care. Take care.